This podcast is brought to you by Voice of Vets. Voice of Vets. Hear it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. I am your host, Siposi Lemuli, as usual, joined by Gameli Lewakwapovana. And today, we unpack the price hikes that have come with the pandemic and whether they are legal or not. Now, the Competition Commission is a statutory body constituted in terms of the Competition Act. Now, from the Commission, we are speaking to Siabulela Makunga, the Head of Communications at the Competition Commission, to share with us what they are seeing during this time. Thank you so much, Butsiabulela, for joining us here on the COVID report. Now, firstly, we have seen the greed that has come with the pandemic and that retailers showed us by inflating prices unreasonably so. As the Commission, are you aware of this and what is being done? Uh, thank you very much for having us. Uh, obviously, we have received about 1,600 uh, complaints, uh, 800 of which were on price gouging or inflation of prices. Uh, about 29% of those were actually uh, uh, complaints that were had to do with food stuffs. Um, most of the complaints of the 800 were about face masks, uh, sanitizers, the, the essential you know, goods and services. Uh, and as a commission, obviously, we've been concerned uh, about this because you will remember that uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa, on the day of uh, declaration of the national state of disaster, made it very clear that we need not to be profiteering during this time. We need to observe the regulations set out by government and obviously uh, do some collaborative work in making sure that we ease the pain and the severity of the pandemic, uh, especially for those uh, that are low-income earners or the poor of the poorest. Indeed. Now, in light of how popular this topic is as a topic of discussion on social media in terms of criticisms and complaints. Can you please take us through the process that members of the general public would need to go through to lodge a complaint with the commission and how long does it take for action to be taken? The the commission is mandated to investigate and prosecute cases uh, that have got to do with the breach of the Competition Act uh, there are a number of things that we look at. Uh, we are looking at issues of price gouging, excessive pricing. We are looking at issues of cartels. Uh, cartels uh, obviously relate to collusive uh, tendering and abuse of, 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 of dominance you know, in markets. But also we're looking at issues of measure acquisitions and so forth. But as it relates to price inflation and, and price gouging, uh, we've made it easier you know, for members of the public to actually lodge their complaints in any language of their choice, whether it is Isitosa, Isizulu, Isisutu, on our WhatsApp and SMS line, which is 084-743-0000, Well, um, for this period, we have tried, you know, to relax our normal working conditions in, in, in terms of dealing you know, with complaints, uh, just to make sure that it is faster, it is accessible, but also it is reasonable. But you must remember that each case has got its own merits. Uh, we cannot really uh, determine in terms of what uh, investigation will go into which query. Uh, but what is important to us, price gouging 
complaints have been prioritized. Uh, to this end, we've been able to uh, investigate and certainly on about 30 cases out of the 800 that we have actually been pursuing that have to do with price inflation. Uh, but some cases obviously had no relevance to competition because people sometimes confuse competition issues with consumer protection issues, which is normal because they've all have got to do with our customers and consumers. But I think as a commission, we've done exceptional work. You would uh, recall that even the president had commended uh, the great work that the commission has been doing uh, in the space of making sure that we're clamping down on price gouging. Now, one of the great cases that you have done over this time is Diskim, who was investigated and found guilty of inflating the PPE prices. How far is this process and what happens after someone or a company has been found guilty? Well, the, the first thing that obviously uh, we note as a commission is that Diskim was found guilty. Uh, they tried to contest you know, um, our case uh, through litigation processes and the tribunal had found them guilty. And yes, uh, we are now aware that they will be appealing the matter. But what interests us uh, is that uh, in, throughout this, pro- this process, uh, this game has not been disputing the issue of, of increasing the prices. But what really they are really uh, contesting is the issue of technicalities and legalities uh, around uh, this matter. Uh, would have loved to see them, you know, using the opportunity basically uh, to come out clean and said, look, we made a mistake. We may have miscalculated our uh, input costs or corresponding costs in terms of increases from our suppliers. Uh, But now we can use this opportunity to maybe donate one uh, uh, or two of their bulk supply of of essential goods to, 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 to the needy. Uh, but obviously they have taken a route of wanting to contest uh, the matter uh, in the competition appeals court. And I think as a commission, we've got a very strong case. We, we don't see this one, uh, 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 you know, coming out uh, in the favor of, of this game because we, we do believe that we've got a strong case because the issue of price gouging has been criminalized uh, in South Africa by the president and the minister of, of trade, industry and competition that indeed it is criminal for anyone during this time of the pandemic to really be inflating prices in a manner that uh, take no regard of the, the circumstances that we find ourselves in, but also takes no regard uh, uh, of the economic uh, conditions that obviously most of our people find out themselves in. Now, Mr. Makonga, can you please take us through how the demand and supply mechanism works underneath these circumstances. I'm thinking of the ridiculous prices that we, the price increases for items like ginger and garlic that are considered essential, so to speak, to assist the fight against the pandemic, whether it's members of the public fighting the virus itself or trying to protect themselves against it. Can you take us through how the mechanism would work in this instance, as it feels that retailers are taking advantage of these circumstances to increase the prices of these essential items? And how are they even allowed to do so? The commission has invested a lot of money in sourcing and recruiting the best economists, the best legal minds the country can offer. And this we do because we want to make sure that our work is foolproof of any uh, errors in terms of 
determining whether or not the prices had been increased on the basis of uh, supply and demand, because this is normal in business, that based on supply and demands, an increase on your input costs, uh, that you would you know, uh, consider increasing prices, but where there is a, a no justification of your input costs, obviously as the commission would be concerned, because you would need to uh, provide a valid proof that indeed there had been increases uh, during this time on the part of, 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 of your input costs. But if this is not the case, obviously as a commission, we have got the case to argue in the tribunal. And in most cases that we have taken to the tribunal, we have uh, come out uh, victorious. And we are making a plea to all the companies that are found wanting uh, in price gouging to rather uh, opt for settlement instead of uh, depending on protracted uh, litigation cases, which obviously may put them in a reputational risk uh, at the very tail end of the investigation and prosecution. And then alongside these price gouging matters, what are other matters the commission busy with at the moment, especially those that got spiked by the pandemic? And what sanctions do they face should they not abide? Well, uh, the commission here deals with a number of, of matters. We have had uh, cases that have got to do, you know, with banking cartels. You would know about the forest matter that is now going uh, back to the tribunal, uh, where we have uh, been given a constitutional ruling by the constitutional court to say we will take that matter back to the tribunal with new charges. We have now a number of banks that we are we have served with indictment in terms of how they've manipulated the, the matter of a dollar rand exchange. Uh, but also we've got other cases that we are pursuing. Uh, we've released a statement a few weeks ago about how uh, exclusionary is the banking uh, behavior in terms of dealing with black uh, and emerging conveyances. And this is a matter that has been well received, not only by the the black conveyances, but also by the Minister of, of Justice uh, and Correctional Services. Uh, and we, we, we believe that as a commission, we're making a dent in making sure that we build and grow uh, an economy that is inclusive, an economy that is open to each and every South African to play a meaningful uh, participation in the, in, the, in the mainstream of the economy. But also, we've had cases where we are dealing with the assessment of, of measures and, and acquisitions because this is also a part of our mandate. So our work did not stop because of, of, of excessive pricing. Uh, but obviously, like the president had made a call to everyone that we needed to reprioritize during this time. We needed to redirect our resources in support of government's uh, efforts in making sure that there is the pain uh, that obviously uh, people have had to, to feel during this, this, this difficult time. And finally for me, Mr. Makunga, in terms of the continued fight against the pandemic, in what ways do you think the mechanisms in place need to be further strengthened in order to deter anyone from trying to attempt to bend the law and inflate the prices of the stock? In what ways do you think they still need to be tighter and stricter in order to discourage anyone from trying to take or attempting to take a chance? I think the first thing that uh, we believe should be done is behavioral change. Is behavioral change from businesses, 
uh, whether private or, or mega multinational uh, businesses. Uh, we have had a number of stories of how uh, prices have been inflated, but also we have now received reports in the public procurement on how triple PEs uh, have been inflated, uh, where government would buy you know, masks and sanitizers at very exorbitant uh, prices. So we are calling on each and everyone to start uh, rethinking in how they do business, because this would really uh, contribute to our work in terms of making sure that the economy grows and more jobs are created, but also there is a growth in terms of, 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 of the economy. But the second thing really would be for law enforcement agencies to really move faster in investigating and prosecuting cases where there's corruption, where there's criminality, because you would know that where there's criminality, obviously it's not our, our, our TEF as a commission, but the president has made an announcement that there will be collaborative work that will be done among uh, agencies like SIU, the Hawks, the Financial Intelligence Services, SARS, and so forth. So we're hoping that with the establishment of that investigation center, we'll really make progress in clamping down on corruption and criminality during this difficult time of the pandemic. Competition Commission Head of Communications, Butsia Bulela Makunga, joining us here on the COVID report. The Competition Commission is a statutory body constituted in terms of the Competition Act number 89 of 1998 by the government of South Africa, empowered to investigate, control, and evaluate restrictive business practices, abuse of dominant positions, and mergers in order to achieve equity and efficiency in South Africa. He just joined us to take us through the ways in which they are mandated to put a stop to businesses illegally and irregularly hiking the prices of their products. As you can imagine, and as we alluded to at the top of the show, this is one of the more contentious issues among public discourse over the course of this pandemic. And as you can imagine, a lot of South Africans have a lot to say about businesses illegally hiking the prices of their products. This is what a few of them had to say. In terms of um, supermarkets that have been um, inflating their prices, I've seen a lot of um, inflation on, on your meat products and as well as essentials that are required by people like your gingers and your garlics. I've seen a lot of that being increased and I feel that it's totally unfair whether it's a production thing or a demand issue, if it's very unfair. Hi, my name is Umpemezi from Kibla Park. Uh, I don't think it's fair that um, the prices have went up because people, a lot of people lost their jobs. And so it doesn't make sense. How are people going to afford if people are losing their jobs? Like people are not working, like artists now can't even gig. They, people don't have money. That's, yeah, so it's not fair. Hello, my name is Zamaswa Zinkosi and I am based in Gauteng. And I feel as though the price is inflating is really, really unfair because already there's so much happening. People, some people really can't afford to have everything being raised up. They don't have the money for it and already people are losing their jobs. So it's really, really not fair. And I feel as though people should reconsider or just Keep in mind that there are less fortunate people that really, really can't afford the way things are going right now.
Well, you can certainly hear from the South Africans you've just heard from that they are not impressed with the businesses that are illegally taking advantage of these tricky, unprecedented times of a COVID-19 pandemic, sharing with us their views on businesses trying to capitalize illegally on everyone's distress. This podcast was brought to you by Voice of Vids. By Voice of Vids. To hear more of our shows, tune in to 88.1 or streams via www.varfm.co.za.